everyone. Welcome back to STEMMED Exploration Beyond the Surface. It has certainly been a while. Before we get started, I want to apologize in advance for any stuffiness or nasal voice that you may hear because I'm actually suffering from a really strange dust allergy. But anyway, let's get started. So today I'd like to commence a new series that I've been planning on and waiting for for a very long time and I discussed in the past few episodes. This series is about the role of women in STEM. The role of women in STEM remains severely debated in today's world, which is truly very unfortunate. And I personally, and I'm sure many of you will agree, find it to be something that all of us need to learn about and grow from, especially in the 21st century in this eternally developing and globalizing world where we're recognizing the importance of equity and equality both. Women in STEM is something that we did brush up on, especially in our second episode of Jewelry, Engineering, and Underrepresentation. So if you haven't watched that, you should do so. Over centuries, we've witnessed the struggle, the rise, and the influence of numerous change-making women in STEM. To name a few, we have Rosalind Franklin, Marie Curie, Augusta Ada King, Florence Nightingale, Catherine Johnson, and the list goes on. And today we continue to witness the rise of more and more figures and the list continues to grow. And honestly, I don't blame you if you don't recognize any of these names because really, in many parts of the world, today's education system fails to recognize and teach students about the women of the STEM world. It is definitely something very unfortunate and it's hard for us to realize that we're really going backwards in this sense. While we may be more likely to attribute the discovery of DNA structure and double helix entirely to Watson and Crick, it was in essence only made possible because of Rosalind Franklin's contributions with her X-ray crystallization techniques. Many scholars have noted that the fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, have remained predominantly male, like our society, with historically low participation among women. Since the origins of these fields in the 18th century, during the Age of Enlightenment and in the Renaissance, women faced and continue to face inequalities in the STEM world. Whether it's the gender income gap, inaccessibility to education due to political or sociocultural norms, familial discouragement, mistreatment, lack of respect in the workplace, and unfortunately, the list goes on and is awfully diverse. Marie Curie is renowned worldwide for not only her groundbreaking Nobel Prize winning discoveries with radioactivity, but also for overcoming numerous gender barriers during her lifetime as she studied and researched. She decided to study at the University of Warsaw along Bronia, her sister, after graduating from high school. But since the institution didn't accept women like much of the other institutions at the time, the siblings enrolled at what was known as the Flying University. It was a Polish college that was constantly changing location and avoiding detection from the authorities this way because of the laws against women receiving higher education. And although the political climate of today's world may differ greatly, particularly in modernized urban areas and less in rural areas, such limitations remain highly prevalent, and they're pushing the powerful women with great potential of our world outside the STEM world and behind the forefront. So today, we commence a much-needed exploration about women in STEM. This series will be composed of various interviews with iconic women from across the world 
conferences, and simple conversations about the gender gap and the intrinsic and underserved role of women in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. The story of women in both the past and present remains untold, and we cannot let this prevail in the future. In this eternally globalizing and developing world, changes occurring at unprecedented velocities. We must tackle this and ensure that it complements humanity, which we looked at when we talked about the fourth industrial revolution. And we need our innovations, we need our technology to complement the way that we work and the way that our society functions through equality, awareness, fundamental rights, and resilience, which I personally find resilience to be the most important of them all because it kind of roots on to the other three of equality, awareness, and fundamental rights. To pursue a future of equality, we need to ensure that those young women or any minorities at all in their classrooms or wherever they're learning, their homeschooling and whichever remote area they may be in, can attain access to the same opportunities as any other person. With this inequality and segregation that looms over the 21st century as a dark shadow, we're gravely limiting economic, political, scientific, technological, and social potential. We have no idea of the implications this inequality is even having on our world, and that's a really dangerous observation. The Higher Education Research Institute in the U.S. conducted a study of college freshmen in 1996 that found significant differences between men and women in their desired fields of studies. And yes, this is the fact of the day. In 1996, 20% of males and 4% of women wanted to major in computer science and engineering as first-year college students. The discrepancies in male and female first-time freshmen's planned majors are strongly related to the fields in which men and women are made and kind of like cultured and grown to acquire their degrees. Women are much less likely than males to obtain a post-secondary degree in the fields of STEM, particularly mathematics, physical science, or computer science and engineering. Not so much nursing as we've kind of developed a certain norm or mold for nursing to be for women when that's really not true. So we have the facts and we have the figures. Now it's time to make the change. I welcome you to this new exciting journey on STEM, where you get to meet numerous renowned, incredible women who successfully paved their way into the STEM world and left their mark. You get to hear their stories while also uncovering new ideas about the social context of the STEM fields. For today, I'd also like to leave you with a couple of other interesting facts that I'm sure you'll have quite a good time reflecting on. Women just won 19 over 600 Nobel Prizes awarded in STEM since 1901. Women in STEM grapple with lower average starting salaries than men. White women are twice as likely to have a STEM career than women of color. Men are seven times more likely to feature in STEM roles in TV and film. So we also see here the major role that the media plays in portraying the jobs and the societal roles of both genders. You can let me know what you think by reaching out to me via Instagram or email, both of which you can find in the episode description. Thank you all for tuning in today and I hope to see you next time.